0: Hey everybody, Max Kevin here, it's the Little Cutie UFC Podcast, where all I do is make one podcast once a week, talk about the UFC, and then maybe don't make any more podcasts ever, I mean, what, what else am I going to talk about? Oh, I can talk about my comedy career, it's really taking off, it's really flying high, it's really rocketing to the moon, my comedy career, Uh, yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that a little later. In the podcast, well, first of all, we'll just talk about the results there, real quick. UFC 286, uh, I won, won most of my bets. I think the one, the one bet I did lose was Joanna Wood, the old woman, versus Luana Carolina, the the young Brazilian. How do how do you lose? You're 29 years old, you lose to a 37 year old. Oh my god, ah, ah, that's just that's just sad, man. That's just sad. I want my other bets though. I want all my other bets though. Ah, uh, oh no. I guess I lost... I, I lost my Roman... Roman Dolidze... Dolid, 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 Dolidze... Dolidze... Roman Dolidze... Yeah, he was looking pretty good in that first round there. Uh, yeah, he kept doing that... He he did that exact same attack... Like, where he, like, bends forward, like, bows down... And, and like... I don't know how to explain it exactly. It's, <laughs> it's like... You bow down and then, like, throw punches... Throw overhead punches you know, so your head is down, you're very susceptible to uppercuts and, like, flying knees, and your head is down, and you throw these, like, overhead, overhead punches with both fists. I've, you know who does this? Uh, Volkanovsky does this a lot. That's pretty much his uh, bread and butter there, you know, he, he kind of, like, bends down and throws both fists forward, you know? But Volkanovsky tends to, like, kind of, like, jump in and then and then do that, but uh, Roman Roman Dudizzi, he just kind of, he, he kept spamming that. And it was working pretty good in the first round there, but then uh, didn't didn't work too good in the second and third round there, you know. And uh, of course I lost that bet, so I was upset. But uh, the one one judge one judge gave Marvin Vittori all three rounds. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know if you were watching that first round there uh, when Marvin Vittori got rocked. I don't know. Guess you don't don't care about that. All right, well. All right, well. I mean, I'd fire you, but uh, we all know UFC judging is uh, fixed by the mafia. You know, anyway, uh, next uh, next fight here, uh... Gunner Gunner. That was that went as expected, I guess. Uh, and then uh, okay, Justin Justin Gaethje, Leon Edwards. Oh man, those those were both great fights there. Justin Gaethje, man. Oh God, those those knees he took that I couldn't believe he didn't get knocked out, man. He took those knees to the head. I was watching. I was like, oh my God, oh. Oh God! There goes my five bucks with that knee to the head there. Rafael Fizzy soda fiziev with those dirty knees. Oh my God! I can't. I can't believe he didn't get knocked out <laughs> with those knees, man. How, how does he take those? How did he take those to the head? You know. Anyway, uh, that was a great fight there. Then of course, in the third round there, Justin Gaethje remembered that he could jab. He's like, Oh yeah, I just I I forgot. My whole life I've been I've been I haven't been jabbing. I just remembered I'm good at jabbing, and he just jabbed. Raphael fizzy soda fizzy in the face like 50 times that same jab is just like but oh you want know oh you like that jab sandwich here's another jab buh, buh, buh. and uh yeah yeah that uh, won him the fight there so I uh, won that won that bet five Bucks to win I think it was I think it was 10 I think it was plus 200 or something like that but uh yeah man he also got a takedown there <laughs> was that, was that his first takedown how does it how does a decorated wrestler only have like one takedown? I don't know. He gets just he just doesn't like taking people down, I guess. Then, of course we had Leon Edwards versus Camaro Jusman. Leon Edwards too, man. He took some knees to the head there. I was like, oh my god, how did he take that knee to the head? But then of course uh, Kamaru Usman, he was taking those, those body kicks. Oh man, those oh oh it hurt just watching that. Those body kicks. Leon Edwards was landing on Camaro Jusman there. It was like, you know, it was so loud, I was like, whoa boosh! I was just like, oh, God, man, that must have hurt so fucking bad. Uh, yeah, I wonder, you know, Kamara Usman, I wonder, you know, if just Father Time is catching up to him. He looked a little slower in that one, or maybe just those body kicks just slowed him down. It's, oh, my oh my God, those look like they hurt so bad. But, uh, yeah, a couple. some people are saying, like, Justin Gaethje was saying Kamara Usman won. He's like, eh, I don't know what fight you were watching there, dude. I mean, I know he is your teammate, but uh, he is your teammate. Let's try to be a little objective here, you know. Let's try to be slightly objective. Because that was a clear win for Leon Edwards, even though he was kind of cheating a lot. Uh, yeah, he, like, kicked kicked Usman in the balls a couple times. He was grabbing the fence there. Leon, you cheater. You can't be cheating like that. You can't be grabbing the fence there. Yeah, I felt like that, you know, that lost point there, I thought maybe it would end in a draw or something, you know, because it was a pretty close fight, but uh, I guess, uh, yeah, Leon, Leon, Leon did get it done. I felt, I felt he did get it done. You know, anyway, that's enough for the, uh, that's enough for the UFC What is today. Today, Thursday. I don't know if I'll make another podcast before the next UFC where we got uh, Vera versus Sandhagen. I'll put ten bucks on Sandhagen. I don't think, I don't think Marlon Vera has anything for him. You know, Marlon Vera, he's uh, he's I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's very good. But he's just kind of kind of got a lot of hype because uh, he beat he beat old man old man Dominic Cruz, and then he beat old man Frankie Edgar. And uh, he fought Rob Comic Sans Font to a decision. And uh, of course, he did beat uh, Sean O'Malley there, but that might have been just a fluke—a fluke, lucky calf kick, you know. As Sean O'Malley says, he's uh, you know he's undefeated in his mind. Uh yeah. Anyway, that should be that should be a good fight actually. Next week, Vera versus Sandy. Oh yeah, okay. We also got Holly Holm versus Yuna Kunitskaya. Holly Holm's forty-one years old. She's still fighting. And she's the favorite. And there's, how bad is Yana Yana Kunitskaya? I was thinking about putting some money on her, but she's not very good either. But uh, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, forty-one years old. How can you how can how can you lose that? You know. How do you, so I'm thinking about putting some money on Yana Kunitskaya. I think she's she's the girlfriend of uh, Tiago Santos, or maybe they even got married. Because I think on the uh, on the betting website they call her Yana Santos. I think is that a typo? Are they married? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anyway anyway uh. let's talk about my comedy career you know my my rocketing comedy career you know uh oh I don't know I've had a you know last month I had like a, a really great set last month one of the best sets in my life I would say the audience it was a great audience man they were laughing at everything. And uh Yeah, it's just one of those sets that just ma- it makes it feel so good, man. It makes you feel so good, you know? You're just like, oh yeah, I just gave all these people orgasms. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a I'm a two dollar whore. I give people orgasms. Uh, but they're laughter, it's laughter or orgasm, you know? felt real good you know it's was, it was one of those sets too like all all the other comedians were like coming up to me after like they're like oh my god that was a great set oh my god that was so oh my god i was like yeah yeah thanks i'm pretty cool huh yeah i'm pretty cool i'm pretty i'm pretty cool you know and uh, you know when you have a set like that it's like and you do those same i did the same jokes like the next week and it wasn't as good you know and it's like, I guess it's like doing a drug. You know, they say that first time you do heroin, you know, it's so it's so good. But then you you, you keep trying, you keep trying to chase the dragon. You know, keep trying to chase the dragon, trying to get that same, that same high. But you can never do it again. And then you become a heroin addict, and then you're on the street giving two dollar hand jobs because you're a two dollar whore just to get your next fix. And you can't even get real heroin anymore. You know, you gotta get that fake shit. The uh, what do they, what do they call it? Methadone. Is that what it is? Hey, hey, homeless man, let me give you a hand job for $2 so I can get my methadone at the methadone. Oh, you got, you already got the, oh, you don't have any money, but you got the methadone? All right, give me that. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, so you uh, do the same jokes, like, the next next week, and they don't do that well, and, uh, you know, I'm just, like, you're just, like, looking at the audience, like, God damn it, why can't you be as cool as the people last week? Why is no one laughing, you know? And, like, of course, uh, I, had a, I had another set, like, last week. I don't know, every, every comedian was having trouble. Like, there was... Just the audience just didn't feel like laughing very much, you know? Like, every comedian was having a little trouble, you know? But, uh... It's like the highs and lows, man. The highs and lows. Comedy's mostly lows, though. It's not... It's not too many... I mean, recently, it's been mostly lows for me. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, now that I'm bombing. I'm not bombing. It's just like the... I don't know. Audiences aren't really laughing. They're, they're just sort of chuckling. And you're just like, am I... I suck at this. Is it? But is, is it? Do I suck or do you suck? That's what. That's what I'm trying to. I can't. I can't figure out if I suck or if you suck. Then of course, uh, there's still. You know, there's some. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say issues with the club, but just like. I mean, there was, we still don't have a full. Like the open mic nights, there's still almost nobody there. You know. And I'm just like I'm just thinking like why why don't we have 50 people here every night, you know? And, like, I don't know. I can't, I mean, I don't know anything about running a comedy club, but I just feel like it should be extremely easy to have 50 people there every night. But uh, there's there's certain things that the club is doing to, uh, I would say, discourage people from showing up or just not even not even attempting to, you know, get as many people as possible, the goal is not, the goal does not seem to get as many people as possible into the room, you know, uh, and so, you know, as a comedian, that's frustrating for me, you know, because, like, I want to, like, do new jokes, or, like, I I don't feel motivated to even go to the open mics anymore, you know, because it's, like, it's, like, the same comics every time, and they've all seen my jokes, you know, it's just, like, I'm, I'm performing for, like, three people, you know, three people that haven't heard the jokes before. And like 15 people who have, and I don't know if you guys have ever told jokes before, but if you're in a room with 18 people and 15 people have heard the joke already, you know, it's like <laughs> they already know what you're going to say. And so it ruins the magic trick, you know? Like if you're, a, if you're a magician and like 15 people know how the trick is done and you're performing the trick in front of them and they all know that you're, you're a fucking liar and you got a rabbit shoved up your ass that you're going to use to pull out of that hat, you know? It's not a magic rabbit. You were just hiding it in your ass the whole time. You know that they know that, you know, it kind of, it kind of ruins the, it ruins the magic trick, you know? So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I, 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 spend so much time like thinking about comedy and worrying about comedy, but I don't even, I don't know why, like why? I don't even, it doesn't make me money. It doesn't, you know, the great Adam Carolla says, if it doesn't make you money, it doesn't make you happy, why are you doing it, you know? It definitely doesn't make me money, and it only occasionally makes me happy. You know, so. Oh, anyway, you know what makes me happy? It's doing the podcast and hearing back from my from my podcast listeners, online. You know, um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like another thing that's that that bothers me. Is a sort of nepotism. I don't know what to call it other than nepotism. It, it, I mean, this bothered me. Like, I mean, this is the same in like every every comedy scene, or just like in San Diego too when I was there. Or, you know, you see these people getting on shows, and you're just like, why, why, why them and not me? Why them and not me? Or not, not even why them and not me. It's like why them and not anyone else who's much better. That's <laughs> that's what I've been wondering. I guess I mean we don't have that many. Problem is in Tokyo, we don't have too many comics, you know. There's only a few people who can really you know, the top tier. I'd say in the top tier, top tier one comedians, there's not that many. I'm trying to think. You know, maybe five. Maybe five. Tier two. I put myself in tier two. I would say there'd be a tier two comedians, maybe maybe ten, you know, there's and then there's tier three, and then there's, you know, people that can't even write 30 seconds. And sometimes I see these people that can't even write 30 seconds and anyway i don't want to talk about this i don't want to talk about this to be honest just makes me upset just makes me upset i don't even know why i think about it i don't even know i should worry about myself and my own life yeah i just feel like i don't know um of course i'm a straight white male you know that doesn't really doesn't really help me when i apply for jobs when I apply for teaching jobs in America, being a straight white male definitely does not help me. And it um, doesn't really help in the, in the comedy department either, you know? I just imagine, I feel like I would be much more successful in my in my professional career, in my, in my comedy career, if I was a strong black woman. I just, I don't know. Maybe I should just start identifying as a strong black woman, I think. But I don't even know, even if I did I identify, like how would that, I don't even know how to act like a strong black woman. I don't even know what that's like, you know? I don't know how to... How do I live? How do I live my life in the shoes of a strong black woman? I don't even know. Maybe I could just beat up beat up people that are much more muscular than me. I think that's most. Oh, okay, okay. I got uh, I was wrong. I I also wanted to talk about The Last of Us there. Of course, uh in previous podcast, I uh, I made the prediction that uh, in The Last of Us, the main character would not uh, would not kill any strong black woman. Uh, but actually he did in the final episode there. He killed a strong black woman. I was wrong. I was totally wrong about that. He killed a strong black woman. Can you believe that shit on, on, on TV? It was on T- They put that on TV, man. Can you believe that? Man character who's sort of white, but he's, well, he's Latino. He's Latino. He's Spa- I guess he's Spanish. Is he Spanish? I don't know. Well, he's definitely not white, white. You know, he's, he's sort of new white, you know, uh, the new white on the, on those. <laughs> on <the laughs> whenever you go to apply, whenever you go to apply, like, uh, and they ask you for your race, they always mix, they always put white latino together and it's like hey man that's that's not the same <laughs> i mean how how do latino people feel about that you know they got like it's like black asian native american white latino it's like hey hey those are the you can't just put those two together there you know anyway pretty pretty soon they're all going to be together you know they're going to be like asian latino white you're all one race and then there's native americans and black people those are the three races that exist in america <laughs> Native Americans, Black people, and the Asian Asian Latino whites. Um, what was I talking about there? Oh yeah, the Last of Us. There, yeah, I, I was I don't know I was kind of disappointed in that show is you know, because like by the end of the episode there it's like the um, like the relationship between the main character and the girl there. It's like, there's like oh yeah oh we're best friends we love each other now but like they didn't have any. They haven't they didn't really have any episodes of them bonding or like the There wasn't like a long enough They didn't develop the relationship, you know, over the course of the se of the course of the one season. I felt like they should have done two seasons or something for this one game. It felt it felt very rushed, you know? And like they had these they had two filler episodes. They had the one the third episode, which was like the The gay guys. The gay love story, which is actually the best episode of the series. Which had nothing to do with any of the main characters. <laughs> but it was the best episode of the series. And then they had another one which was uh you know Ellie's Ellie's lesbian lesbian love story, which was the worst which was the worst episode, you know. I mean, in the nine episodes that this series had, two of them were gay love stories, and one of them was the best episode of the series, and one of them was the worst episode of the series, you know. And um And then but they didn't really have any episodes to like, re- really strengthened relationship of the, of the two main characters, you know? And then, so by the time the thing ends there, and he's like, the main character's like, fuck the cure, I don't care about the cure, I gotta say, I gotta kill all these people and save my, my daughter again. But you don't really, you don't really feel like they even have a relationship or a connection, you know? I feel like they could've, like, they did some time skip, you know, they did, like, after episode five, they're like, oh, three months later, and now they're. Oh, I feel like maybe you shouldn't have done that. Three months later, time skip that. I mean, we could have used a couple episodes there. Could have used a couple episodes there to develop the relationships of the main characters. You know, so their motivations made sense by the end of the series. Anyhoot. Anyhoot. uh, it was all right. It was all right. Last of Us. It was all right. Not not a not a terrible piece of shit like Watchmen, but uh, not not a terrible piece of shit like that. The last few seasons Game of Thrones, but not an awesome series like uh, the first few seasons Game of Thrones, or uh, maybe The Boys. The Boys. Uh... 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 Yeah, I feel like I mean like that first that first season they did these they did these offshoots episodes where they like expanded characters that aren't even in the game. I feel like they could have easily made the, the season, like, the first game into, like, two or three seasons if they wanted to expand on the story, you know? That would have made a lot more sense. And it would have made the character motivations a lot better. I felt like it was just kind of rushed. Anyway, uh, I'm not in charge of any uh, HBO TV shows, nor will I ever be. Uh, so, guess my opinion doesn't matter. guess my opinion doesn't matter what else is going on here. Oh, the, the Powerball winner the billionaire pal the guy that won a billion dollars gambling he just bought a 25 million dollar west hollywood home you know it's all right i mean i guess if i won a billion dollars i might 25 million dollars that's all he, he only why didn't he buy that 300 million dollar one the one and that's what i would have done you know but it uh, looks pretty nice I've Seen this guy's house it's all right i don't know if i would have paid 25 million dollars for that does he really want he wants to live in la too he wants to live in west i don't i mean if i had if i was a billionaire i wouldn't really want to live in la like what LA's a dumpster, you know, I'd want to live in, you know, somewhere nice, somewhere nice, like, I don't know, San Francisco, oops, that's also a dumpster, uh, I guess there are no nice cities left, I would just buy, like, I would just buy, like, a bunch of land, you know, and then, like, hire, like, a bunch of, like, Ukrainian refugees to have, like, a, a battle royale on my land, you know, have them all kill each other, and then, um, pay their families, some money like in that tv show um what was it called squid game that's what i would do if i want a billion dollars i would just buy a bunch of land in montana and then wherever war-torn country you know just pay a bunch of refugees to come over and then have them all kill each other you know anyway thanks for listening we'll see you tomorrow